follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 1.13. Welcome to Sound Words, offering confessional commentary and application for the local church. My name is Rhett Burns. I'm the pastor of First Baptist Church Traveler's Dress in the upstate of South Carolina. And we are continuing to work our way through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. And today we are ending the first chapter on the Holy Scriptures with sections 9 and 10. And section 9 of the Confession reads like this. The infallible rule for interpreting the Scripture is the Scripture itself. Therefore, when there is a question about the true and full meaning of any part of Scripture, and each passage has only one meaning, not many, it must be understood in light of other passages that speak more clearly. And so here we have the principle handed down to us that Scripture interprets Scripture. And so when there's a question about what does Scripture mean, when there's an, an unclear passage, we need to let the rest of the Bible help us understand what that passage means. We're to use the more clear, the more explicit passages to help us understand the less clear, less explicit passages. And so there's all sorts of things from outside the Bible we could bring to bear on trying to, to understand and interpret it. And so knowledge of, of context and culture, or when you look at some unclear stuff in the, in the Old Testament, knowledge of ancient Near Eastern literature, all those things might be helpful. But ultimately, we give the most weight to the rest of the Bible. And we ultimately, we want to use the Bible to interpret the Bible. And so this is why biblical literacy is such a huge deal in the local church, or at least it ought to be, because we need people in our churches that are familiar with the Bible. They're familiar with the Bible stories. They're familiar with the Bible people and characters. They're familiar with the Bible symbols and patterns and the genres that make up the, the scripture. They're familiar with the timeline, the chronology of, of the Bible, and they're able to bring all of that to bear when they're interpreting the scriptures. And then, and so the, the scriptures uh, inform how we are to, to see these unclear passages and, and to help us know what it's talking about, but also to give us guardrails. The Bible gives us guardrails so that we don't wrongly interpret because if our interpretation of the less clear passage goes against the more clear passage, then we know we've made a mistake earlier, right? So the Bible... Uh, and helps us interpret the Bible. The Bible provides guardrails for us. There's also another interesting uh, sentence in here or where it says, and each passage has only one meaning, not many. Each passage has only one meaning, not many. And so this is a, a really good principle that uh, we need to remember when, when we're reading the Bible. And oftentimes, because of... Um, you know, people have been in Sunday school classes or small group discussions or whatever where people are saying, you know, tell me, what does this passage mean to you? What does this passage mean to you? Well, it means this to me, and it means this to me. And so people often don't have an understanding that actually there's only one meaning. And so we need to, we, we don't need to ask, what does this passage mean to you? We need to ask, what does this passage mean? Because whatever it means, it means to all of us. The Bible stands over all of us in authority. So we need to, to learn and discern what does this passage mean and then that is binding on all of us now there may be many applications of a passage there's many uh, applications of that 
of that meaning, but there's only one meaning. And so that's important for us to remember when we're doing Bible study, particularly when we're doing group Bible study. That there is, we all need to be working towards finding that one meaning, not sharing what, you know, a bunch of different meanings, because only one of those is going to be right. And so that falls upon the Sunday school teacher, the Bible study leader, the small group leader to keep things on track and remind and teach. You know, each, uh, each passage of Scripture has one meaning, not many, though it may have many applications. And so our job as Bible students, as disciples of Jesus, is to discern that one meaning. Section 10 then reads like this in the Confession. The Supreme Judge, for deciding all religious controversies and for evaluating all decrees of councils, opinions of ancient writers, human teachings, and individual interpretations, and in whose judgment we are to rest, is nothing but the Holy Scripture delivered by the Spirit. In this Scripture, our faith finds its final word. And so, when we come to matters of dispute, when we come to uh, religious controversies, when we come to evaluate what you know, theologians and pastors and Christians in the past have said, when we evaluate what theologians and pastors and Christians in our present day are saying, whatever it is, we're evaluating religious teaching. The question we have to ask is, what does the Bible say? Because that's our answer. And so, councils, the opinions of others, the zeitgeist spirit of the age, what people have said in history, those do not get the final say. The Bible gets the final say. Therefore, in, in any religious controversy or debate, we say, come at us with an open Bible or do not come at all. Come at me with your Bible open, pointing, or don't come at all. We need the scriptures to settle these matters. And so the Bible is our supreme judge for evaluating teaching. The Bible is our supreme judge for evaluating teaching. We want to be good Bereans. That doesn't mean we're overly critical. The Bereans weren't critical of Paul. They weren't, they weren't just um, trying to find something wrong. But they were holding the scriptures above Paul. And we need to do the same. We need to, to be listening to the sermon with an open Bible listening to whatever teaching or reading whatever book with an open Bible and to, and to know what, is the, what does the Bible say. So what do we do? We, it's like this. We write a blank check to the Bible and we let the Bible fill it in, fill in the amount. And we just, we just go ahead and endorse it. Our signature is, is already on the check. And whatever the Bible says, that's what we believe. Whatever the Bible says, that's what we're going to do because we're committed to the inspired, inerrant, infallible, sufficient, authoritative Word of God. Amen. That ends chapter 1 of the Confession, chapter 1 being on the Holy Scriptures. Next time we'll begin chapter 2, which looks at God and the Holy Trinity. So until next time, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. For more information on our church, find us on the web at trfirst.org or on YouTube at youtube.com slash at FBCTR or you can find us on Facebook. Have a blessed day.